It's Sports Arena and it's Extreme Rewind, your weekly look into all the streams. We look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to 401, a very pay-per-view special. And now ECW on TNN in between. You've got myself, Paul, I'm joined as always by Jay. What is happening, Jay? Now, we're at Sports Arena, hold ourselves to a high um level of journalistic intent um and to that level i feel that we should start with an apology to our our dedicated listeners um you know in our I, i feel that we may not have reached our journalistic standards um because whilst trying to work out which episode to watch this week i was flicking around and it seems that we may have said goodbye to Raven a little bit early. Oh, really? Yeah, it looks like in the next couple of weeks he has a match, he has a little bit of a, a mini feud with Rhino. There we go. So, yeah. I mean, that doesn't work with, with anything that we read on Wikipedia or I read on Wikipedia. It doesn't work with anything in regards to the him being written off indefinitely with this ankle injury. Uh, Cause indefinitely seems to be two weeks. Um, and it may be that I read it wrong. And if so, I will apologize for the apology. Um, but yeah, we will see. We might, we might not, we might have another little Scotty Levy run. Speaking of like, well, it's got nothing to do with things we got wrong, but Nitro this week, that week, the week that is this, episode 248, June 9th, 2000. I remember it well. A, well, do you? Because despite, throughout all this shit, Kevin Nash versus Ernest Miller with a Scott Hall's contract on the line, and the perfect event versus Rick Steiner and Tank Abbott for the tag team championship. A little six-man match on there. Chronic and Buff Bagwell, aka the New Blood, and who were their opponents? Um, Very much ECW related. I I, I assumed. Um, I wasn't expecting to be three count. Um, although that'd be a match, wouldn't it? Three of them. Is it? Yeah, I was going to say. Is it? Is it? Is it a threatening threesome? It is Candido, Douglas, and Bam Bam, and I think potentially their last ever TV get together. They had a sort of short reunion, which um, I might pop over and watch some of it because I didn't realise it was this sort of time and it happened. But um, yeah, Candido, um, Bam Bam, and Douglas lose to New Blood. <laughs> Spoiler. But um, yeah, I might go over and have a look, just see how they're presented. But I know they had a moment where they got together. But um, yeah, crazy, right? So in a seven shades of whatever, so this is the triple threat losing to Buff Bagwell, whose partner in the American Males is Scotty Riggs, who we're, we're now, Scotty Anton, who we're now watching. Yeah. Um, uh, Brian Clark... Yeah. As as Adam Bomb, who I don't yeah. really have a connection for, uh, but Brian Adams, who had come from WW 
F, where he was in with uh, the Bruce Brothers and Primetime Brian Lee. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Oh, um, and Adam yeah, Bob, who was Wrath before this. Oh, there you go. Who was teaming with Mortis, managed briefly oh, by Jim Mitchell, and Mortis being Canyon, who we were surprised to see turn up in ECW. Yeah, and also obviously there with Raven at Raven's house when his good friend Hack debuted in a skit that was forgotten before he re-debuted as Hardcore Hack. Yeah, he was, he was he was Jim, I Jim. think. Yeah, his friend Jim. At the point where they were building the feud between Raven and um, Roddy Piper. Oh, I see. Oh, but yeah, no, I might pop over and watch that. I might, um, might even throw a little clip up on the old underscore sports arena. Drug some memories, trying to get a bit of nostalgia going. So, um, yeah, not interested. Who knew? Not me. I sort of knew they got together, but not that. That's a, a anyway, very good pull. I just wanted to see what they were up to. But I didn't realise it was going to be such a monumental thing. And I realised in more time, rather than literally as when you were doing your intro, I think we probably would have gone back and watched it. <laughs> as I literally just found it live. That's where we're at. I was just shocked to see what else. Um, this week, obviously, we're in June 2000. TNN episode 44, the 23rd of June 2000, and Hardcore TV the following night, 374, June the 24th, 2000. But as always, it is the Friday. We're going to kick off with TNN. Um, we basically see Bill Alfonso. He's excited for RVD at the pay-per-view. RVD's excited to go to LA for the first time, and everyone in LA should be excited to see RVD for the first time. Yes, there's. Uh, I can't hear them talking about you know this West Coast and you know how important it's going to be and how exciting it's going to be to put with West Coast without thinking about the XPW debacle that's about to well, kick off. LA is obviously very much sort of viewed as XPW territory, isn't it? Yes. So and, there is an underline here. You know, allegedly, that's kind of the deal they made of like that's the the split. But, um, yeah, so we get to find out that. We then get a random bit where we just see New Jack climbing on top of a balcony and jumping off. This becomes a little bit more crystal clear on hardcore TV. But I don't think it's really said who he's even jumping on. No, just that he was and back in the still, building and jumping off. Yeah, and I love New Jack. But just felt, again, just such a waste of a nothingness. Like, what are we doing here? Just showing this out completely out of context. Just New Jack's there, you know, coming to a live show and you see New Jack jump off stuff. I think it's very weird as well that they um, uh, they will explain that this happened at the end of the or during the tapings for the show that you're about to watch tomorrow. Yeah. It just feels a very weird kind of, you know, we've taped this before now, but showing you after now. So this is, yeah. 
it confuses my little brain. If I get that. Um, New Jack has a promo. He's excited for the pay-per-view. Um, he's a survivor. And good luck to anyone that signs up to face him. I enjoyed... Well, so this is a promo of two halves for me. Yeah. Uh, and I very much enjoyed the second half. So it starts off with a normal New Jack, you know, loud, shouty, you know, promo. Um, what it turns into is something a little bit more quiet, a little bit more just dangerous. You just kind of sense a little bit more kind of, um, you know, the threat of New Jack building to nothing in particular. Um, yeah, I mean, how would you feel? Uh, a bit of a random one. How do you feel about a New Jack Sandman tag team at this point? It would have more, made more sense than the New Jack Cash tag team that we seem to be having. In a whole lot. Like, I mean, they always like to throw it in there, the extreme originals. They always get sort of thrown in there together. So why not? But you've had New Jack tag team with Balls Mahoney at many a time. We know that Balls, you know, has a good relationship with his friend Jerome. Um... If you're looking for something to do, then there's that. I just think, again, like, I mean, we stress it every week, it gets boring. But just, just some of the way the originals are getting treated at this point is, is quite sad, really. Yeah. Very much, it just feels like there's no faith in them. Uh, and they're, they're scared that the bigger stars say, we'll just leave. They, they, they feel like they're over, and I don't mean that in a wrestling term in regards to they're popular. It, it, it feels like they're done. It feels like they, they are done with. Um, and that's, uh, you know, disappointing, um, as well as just kind of very strange, because uh, these are the ones that seem to be the more popular ones with, with the live crowd. Um, but yeah, just not really kind of getting anywhere with with booking. Yeah, I mean, could it even have had a um, Sandman New Jack feud, an off the cuff feud that would have been entertaining? Yeah, I mean, it would have worked. But um, yes, we get that promo. Uh, we get the intro video, and then we get an interesting opening segment. Um, Cyrus comes out, so he wants to cancel the show because uh, Joe Gertner is out. Joe Gertner is out because he got carried out in an ambulance after being beaten up by pretty much the entire network last week. Uh, yeah. Big injury angle. He went off in an ambulance last week. Now, while I think about this, in his absence, did someone step up and do commentary with Joey Styles? Um, I think he did it on his own, didn't he? I don't remember Cyrus stepping in. Yeah, no, I'm sure he did, yeah. Okay, so a single-person commentary team for last week's episode. Yeah. Okay, just, just, just checking. For no reason. No, and the show survived. Well, I, I, it breaches the contract. 
So, um, yeah, so then goes on. And he's told that he has 10 seconds to find a replacement or he's cancelling the show. Yeah, so apparently and part of the contract with, with ECW on yeah. TNN is it is contractually obliged to have two commentators. And not having two commentators means that it is in breach of his contract and therefore can be cancelled. We will ignore the throw me off the air, I'm going to do everything to break the rules until you throw me the hell off the air. Um, and, and you know, this is, this is the network's ploy to get out of this and throw him off the air, although it didn't do that last week when, for an entire show, there was a single commentator. Um, and this is actually what ECW wanted. Yeah. Yeah, as I said, throw me off the air. Yeah, they begged for it, didn't they? And then obviously yep. all you had to do was just hold out 10 seconds. They got what they wanted, but... But yeah, you're right. It's it's the it's the the triumphant return of Joel Gertner after um, half of, missing half of show. ECW is so hardcore that even the commentators don't sell injury angles. I mean, he's taken off to hospital. No real update, and he basically just comes out again. Yep. Uh, Francine's there. He tells Francine <sighs> to go in the ring and kick his ass. She ends up cutting a promo on um, both of them. Dares him to like hit her. Joey Styles says he wouldn't hit her. But he knows someone that would. Out comes Dreamer. Okay, let's, let's pause there for a second. Because this is it's a lot, a lot in this segment, and and just so very problematic. So, um, we are building, it seems, to a Cyrus Joel Gertner match. Yep. I don't remember seeing a Cyrus Joel Gertner match. Um. Which means one of three things. Either you're investing all either you're investing all of this money and all of this time into a promo that uh, into a, a program that uh, generates into a TV match. Yeah. Or you're investing all of this time uh, into um, a very forgettable match that happens on the pay-per-view and I've managed to block out. Or you've invested all this time and uh, energy and money into a program that doesn't get resolved. Well, I sort of... I vaguely remember the fight, the match of Gertrude and Cyrus. I thought I did, but that was what we saw on the last pay-per-view. With him kind of getting goaded and then taken out by um, the, the, the the Japanese guy whose name I can't remember. Because doesn't he do the whole Kamala thing? 
Yeah, that does. Do you remember that? He takes his shirt off, he's got all the Kamala paint and starts slapping. I thought that was it. I mean, obviously we'll find out, but I thought that was the thing. But anyway, all the excitement to get into that. Um, yeah, so Francie basically challenges to kick their ass. Dreamer comes out to kick her ass. She dares Dreamer to talk. Um, of course she doesn't. Anarchy rules, apparently. Okay, so it's the Kamala thing. Um, and ends up with Jazz running out and taking out Francine. Right, so I would never hit a woman, says the sex pest Joel Gertner. However, our top build baby faced Will. Yeah. So Francine then cuts the promo about, you know, you've not said anything since whatever. Um, tries to bribe him with oral sex uh, just to get a promo out of him. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, and then Jazz runs down, beats him up, beats her up, and tells her that Tommy Dreamer doesn't have to say anything. Yeah. At that point, they both say ECW. Yeah. Yeah. It's just do, do, do it's we do we feel progressed the feud? But again, like the, the story's there, but the story's not there. If you had the story, October first is Anarchy Rules. We've got another four months of this. But you, you think if, if the story was Dreamer did speak and Francine always got involved, but he wouldn't hit Francine. But Francine always cost him. So he brought in Jazz to basically beat the crap out of Francine. There's an easy story there. Yep. And it was a great way to get Jazz and build it up. And she kind of dreamer and it all made sense. But again, just no talking. Um, yeah, so that happens. First match, Chili Willie returns again versus Tony Mama Luke. Um, yes. I was generally surprised at this because old. Old Willie basically destroys Marmaluke here. The chilly one. The chilly one himself destroys old um, Tony. Our man Tony. And um, yeah. I'm not saying that Tony should have won despite him being the sort of the more of the focused character and generally could need the win, but it's, it's the fact that maybe make it a little more competitive. Or... I, I, I mean, I, I would have thought he goes over. You know, and he can cheat or he can scrape it or whatever you want. But I would have thought he, he goes over at this point because, you know, they, they've, they've signed a guy from WCW and then punishing him for being in WCW again. Like everyone else. So, and then after the match, um, Guido coming running out, took out Chili Willie. Ball comes out to make the save, but he's eventually taken out. And then we get a second rope splash from old Sal. So, Guido runs out, hits his finisher. His finisher that has been the Sicilian slice up until now. Yeah. Uh, It is now the kiss of death. 
Yeah. Okay. That that doesn't really. I don't understand why it's the kiss of death. I guess. Is it is more, it a... more serious hill now? Uh, are they heels? I guess they're heels. Um, I mean, it, it, I, I'm assuming it's a Godfather 2 reference, is it? That's what I'm thinking. Sort of the, the Italian sort of kiss of death, maybe slightly more serious. I don't know. I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. Uh, after all that, Wild Man Mikey comes running out with a stick of fire. Yes. And just chases everyone off. He's basically got almost like a two by four that's just on fire. And he just looks like pure carnage. He's just running around chasing everyone. It does just come across as pure carnage. But I'm here for it. So the arsonist who's in league with the devil runs out to make the save with fire. Yeah. So he's the good guy. Yeah. Okay. Just, just. Just checking. Yeah, I know. Um, next up, Simon Diamond is upset with his old lot. Uh, oh, wow. It's just, as we were talking about, you know, the faces and heels. Let's get into this segment. Uh, so he's, he's felt with his old lot following around, um, annoying him. Basically, him and Springer end up in the Dangerous Alliance locker room, gets in a spat with Electra, basically calls her a freak, which C.W. Anderson takes great offence to, then sort of confronts him and says, do you think I'm a freak? And um, have this almost weird sort of moment where eventually Swingers kind of like, leave it. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, not sure who's the face and who's the heel, because we've got two heel teams who are healing on each other. Um But I'm, I, you know, I'm interested to see where this goes, because, you know, they've built the animosity there. So I would imagine next time they're in the ring together, this is going to be explosive. There's no way they can get on. You can see they just can't get on. <laughs> so that happens. Um, Scotty Anton talks about his relationship with RVD. <sighs> and uh, basically they sort of then had the lights, didn't they? And sort of clapped on and clapped them off and so Rob Van Dam, I've been your shoot's best friend for seven years. Brother. And I came in, and do you know the character they gave me? RVD's friend. Which Cyrus is sitting there kind of going, terrible gimmick, never get over. But on the same level, Cyrus cut the promo about Scotty Anton staying and living because he kept appearing on the show, getting TV time and not being under contract. Yep. So, and obviously, you know, whatever, but still. I just, if you're telling me about the character that you are, or you were, and that, you know, you're, you're the shoot best friend, blah, blah, blah. It just takes me so far out of this. Yeah. Because I'm meant to believe that the, you're this absolutely insanely enhanced as in like, you know, bigger than life, not as in, in steroids, although maybe, um, but yeah, you know, so what the, 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 the Scotty Anton 
best mate of RVD is a character, but the clapper, the American male, whatever you are here, I'm meant to believe that's you. Yeah. It's just like everything. It just so. I don't. So I don't know why they are so desperate to remind you that everything you're watching is absolute made-up bullshit. They throw out a few of them. I don't think at the end of the next show there's another one, which really fucking pissed me off. Just a stupid, um, stupid fucking comment. Maybe this next one. I can't remember what it was. There was one, there was a throwaway comment that just really, really fucking pissed me off. But um, yeah, so anyway, that happens. Karina and Tajiri have both seen coming out. Cyrus comes out, basically makes Jerry Lynn the referee. We then get the rematch, Karina versus Yoshihiro Tajiri. Yes. Um, Really good match. Not as good as their pay-per-view match, but still enjoyable all the same. Sort of tells a different story with this one, but obviously with Lynn being the um, the special guest referee, takes me back to the Lance Storm, Chris Candido days with Joe Lynn and Tammy Lynn were the special referees. Yep. The last time I think I remember him as a special ref. But um, yeah, the only difference is this time is Carino does pick up the win. So I guess sort of clawing those wins back. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a great match. It's a fun match. Lynn is an interesting addition. I think there's some points where he benefits, you know, he he raises the match. There's some points where it makes it all a little bit more bizarre. Um, But no, it's a, it's a, a very good match. Really interesting that they decided to give Karina his win back. Um, Albeit, uh, that he had to drastically bleed for it. Yeah, I mean, it's cool he got his win back, but I just don't think it's relevant. I mean, I just, it, it, it kind of felt like either he moves up the network now to Jerry or walks away from the network. So yeah. I almost kind of view it as, and that's a different story, but the, the parallel for WrestleMania 7 when Bossman had an issue with Heenan. So to work through the whole Heenan family to eventually get his hand on the golden boy, Mr. Perfect. And yeah. he kind of felt that was the way the Tajiri thing would have gone in the sense that they turned on Tajiri, did him wrong. So even though sort of Tajiri technically lost the belt to Rhino, you know, Tajiri can kick the crap all the way out of the network to get back to Rhino and potentially Cyrus. Yeah. But just uh, he lost. That's done. Um, let's hear in the show. Didn't mind it. Decent match. Um, next uh, it was a good match. Hardcore TV, episode 374, 24th of June 2000. Very importantly, that means next week is our Mount Rushmore, Rushmore episode. Um, every 25 episodes, their episodes, um, we'll do a Mount Rushmore to talk about who we think stood out and was important to the show, not necessarily our favourites. We always fly out disclaimers, but just people that generally have been important and things like that. 
Yeah, I, I think the interesting thing for us next week is to work out whether so you know we've we've had this thing that we've worked through from the beginning that tag teams count as one spot. So yeah. Public Enemy, for instance, counted as one spot. Um, the interesting thing will be how far we want to push that, because you could quite comfortably make a case for the network, and the network could be about fifteen people at this point. True. No, it's always um, it's always a fun debate, and it's always good because we go back and look at some of the past lists as well. We make predictions for future lists, and also um, you see superstars that you probably see in there, and then look at it now and think, "Geez, why are they in there?" So that's no, always a lot of fun. That's coming next week. Absolutely. Um, so Hardcore TV basically kicks off with Scotty Anton versus Pitbull One. Obviously, you said before one of the other shows that Pitbull One was sort of backstage and having a little trial and now here he is yes um again like felt one, very strange didn't it it did feel strange and it, again it felt again Scott should win because he's the one who's facing RVD it made no sense to lose to Pitbull 1 but on the same level is this the spot for Pitbull 1 to come out yeah. if you're going to bring him back for a short run again perfect tag team partner for like a new Jack or or whatever. There's just ways. You know, yeah, so. I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's a weird spot, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's just, again, you just bring this guy back, he's bound to get a reaction and he loses again. I just, I don't know. It just seems to be a common thing. But um, yeah, Anton does pick up the win. Um, we then cut that to straight and Kid Cash against Chris Hamrick. Um, you can't fault this match, really. I mean, they have amazing chemistry. They're both just so just sort of full of energy and just wanting to showcase and have their match steal the show here. It sort of feels... It's sort of Absolutely. like you're out there and you're told, oh, you've only got like six minutes, and they think, fuck, let's make six minutes work then. You know, but the match itself is great. Absolutely. Um you know, I, I I don't understand this feud, but the matches we're getting in this feud are are, are you know great matches. Yeah, it's just sort of such a nothing sort of feud, and it gets even more confusing because obviously they then start attacking Kid Cash, and this brings out New Jack to make the save. Um, again, New Jack, no real relation to. Cash yet? There's been no you know, backstage. There's there's no reason that. why he is against Hamrick and Easy Money. There's no reason why he's for Kid Cash. Um, he just enjoys coming out and beating them up. It seems. Yeah. Um, I, I and I know this is a very very simplistic um, uh, view um, but it always struck me as weird that you wouldn't put Kid Cash and Easy Money as a tag team yeah Cash Money yeah Julio De Niro can join them as well you know it's always um, it's just weird let's say New Jack's got no reason to do this but here he is again 
Um, he is. And, and, and goes on, by the way. Mental. So, yeah, so this is his first time back in the building that him and Vic Grimes had to their feud and New Jack almost died. Yeah. Uh, the brain, brain fluid leaking out of his nose fight. Um, so he tries for a leap from an even higher spot than he did the last time. But it's just, no, just but, yeah, I know. But this is the thing. It's kind of like, but you know, why? Why does this feud? And it's happened for two weeks now, so we know it's a feud. Why has it reached the point that you are willing to try and kill yourself in the building that you almost died to really injure this guy? Other than the facts, you know, because it's New Jack. Especially because, like, he's got the better of him in the last couple of weeks. It's not like he even has a receipt. Yeah. You know, he's, he's doing all right. Good record. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, you know, it turns out the trash can full of weapons is good enough. <laughs> um, we get the promo from Simon Diamond that we saw on TNM just spoke about. Francine basically just said about smacking everyone in the audience. Like, so yeah. I, 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 this was a weird one. This was I, I, I kind of enjoyed this because it's Francine back to her sassy best, and you know that's you know what I love. But um, it was a weird promo because it's kind of like you know I'm here because we both hate you, but I, you know, just incredible deserves a night off, so I'm here to talk to you, um, which is good. He'll heat, and then went on about you know just incredible, blah blah blah, winning the championship, keeping the championship. Um, and then, you know, her wanting to beat up everyone because they accuse her of doing rude things and she isn't that way. She's, uh, she's chased or something, you know, so, you know, she, she isn't this, this, you know, sex vixen. We all think she's actually, um, you know, pure and whatever else. I, uh, yeah, I'm not sure whether. Hills being. Um, yeah, 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 uh, but I, I'm I'm not sure where. Um. Actually, Francine's. You know, virginal and chaste. Was was um, the, the the play? Obviously, it was working for Molly Holly. Oh, uh, we get the New Jack promo again from TNN. Then get a bit of one-on-one action. Simon Diamond defeats Danny Doring in the match that we all wanted. Yes. So this is um, this is you know the the feud between Doring and Roadkill and Diamond and Swinger. Yeah. Um, so you know they've broken it into singles matches, which is going to be awkward for both of them because they're tag team wrestlers. Yeah. So it's going to be strange for them to do a singles match. Um, Simon Diamond's been a tag team wrestler for about two and a half weeks. Um, Has he won a match either? No, no. Um, but yeah, so that's 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 why they're having this singles match. It, it it's fine. It's you know they 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 do a lot of moves. Yeah, most of them have names because it's a Danny Doring match. 
works. The wham bam. Yep, the the oops, I had sex with you. Um, yeah, so that basically happened. So Simon Diamond defeated Doreen, which leads to Roadkill coming out and Swinger coming out. So then had the match Swinger against Roadkill. So Swinger came out and they were beating up on Doreen. Yeah. So Roadkill came out and made the save, cleared the ring, and that led to the match with Swinger. Yep. Obviously. I was kind of surprised it didn't just go straight into a tag team match, to be fair. <sighs> it just would have. But um, anyway, so that happened. Um, I'd say big victory, big singles victory, big tag team victory. Swinger defeated Roadkill. Yep. Which obviously led to a little bit of carnage. I think this is the bit you sort of alluded to earlier on, if you want to have a quick rundown of it. No. Um Right, so we've had we've had the Doring versus Diamond match. Yeah, then Swinger versus Roadkill. Ran into Swinger versus Roadkill because everyone ran out, and that kind of went into an impromptu match. Yeah, that then ran into the Dangerous Alliance running out. New Dangerous Alliance, sorry, uh, running out to put the boots to Doring and Roadkill, yeah. helping. Swinger and Diamond, because we know they're tight. We know that they're on the same page. They're, you know, they they know where each other are. You know, they're all, all absolutely on in tune. Um, that then led to Chetty and Nova running out. Yeah. To attack the new Dangerous Alliance, which then flew straight into that match. Yeah, and um, all of it because they're you know the tag championships, which was still three months away from resolving. Yeah. Two months away, two months away from resolving. So sort of makes out that our main event is New Dangerous Alliance versus Chetty and Nova. You know it is. Which um, cutting straight to the chase, New Dangerous Alliance won. You know they did. Which I thought was a bit strange. In a vintage shop style. Uh, yeah, I mean, so so that's three impromptu matches in a row. The heels won every match by a cheating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not sad the matter, really, so... Yeah, basically. Tag team divisions heating up. Yeah, New Dangerous Alliance won. And the new tag champion. The thing is, the tag team division is heating up, but it could it could just be hot. You know, I, all this going on, like you, I just don't know why you can't just throw, like I said, a legend, like I said, a balls of Lujak or whatever, and just have people that have won tag gold get involved and add a bit to it. I mean, just just give us brackets. Just give us a tournament. You can gauntlet That's if it. you wish. Um, yeah, no holds barred. Gauntlet carnage would work. 
be a lot of you fun. Know, um, the I run out and Tony Mameluke costs them and they're out straight away because Mameluke runs straight into a did I leave my socks at your place after we had sex from boring? The big questions now. What is your match of the week? I mean, I, I, I can't choose the last one because it was an impromptu match. Therefore, it isn't official. Therefore, it's outside of the, the jurisdiction of my choices. Um, I, I enjoyed... Um, Tajiri Carino. Uh, I thought it was a good match. I thought that, um, again, you know, I don't know why, but then again, I like Carino, so I'm all right with the the outcome. Uh, the booking makes a little bit of bizarre sense. I'm happy to go along on the ride because it's Steve Carino. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, so I, I enjoyed. I, I, I the, the Jerry Lynn tease is, is a little long-winded for me. Um, but it didn't detract from the match. So my match of the week is uh, Tajiri versus Steve Carino. Yeah, I think it's a fantastic choice. Obviously, it's no secret. I'm a bit of a Carino mark, but um, I didn't realise these two had a rematch. Like you said, not, despite not technically being necessary, still amazing and happy they did because, yeah, it's the highlight of my week as well to be honest with you, but what was the highlight of your week? Get involved in the conversation at underscore Sports Arena on Twitter and Instagram. Talk all things extreme. Um, tag us in your merch. We always love to see all of it. Um, next week is the Mount Rushmore for us, as well as obviously the review. So it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to go back to some of the past lists. Not too far, because we'll be going to get up to the final Mushmore, um sooner than we probably think so it's going to be very very interesting it really is but this is going to be our last but one yeah mainstream Rushmore we you know we've, we've, we've kind of talked uh, on air available in our archive what we might do uh, when we finally reach 401 um, about a rush, an all time Rushmore or at least a kind of a, a a decade, uh, like a, a, a year rush more or something. Um, but um, yeah, who, who in your view has been some of the most key uh, players, participants, players, impact or otherwise, um, uh, over the last 25 episodes? It's going to be interesting to, to compare lists and see. But all of that comes next week. Um, and until then, uh, just RVD himself, that was the whole fucking show. <laughs>